Flop Respective Podcast. Yep. Monday, June 18th. I'm a day late, but happy Father's Day to all the fathers. Grab your nuts and salute the flag. You dig? Choking on my blow gun, he swallowed all my bubble gum. Said it was so yum yum, all up in the tum tum. Playboy used to dumb dumb. Now what? what? Uh huh. Last night I was in them guts. Uh huh. A young player cut yo. What? Uh huh. She was just trying to get a nut. Uh huh. And we gon' meet back at the hut. Uh huh. Come on. Fly Perspective Podcast. It's your boy DJ Soulfly. Episode number eight. Uh, yesterday was Father's Day, so shout out to all the fathers, man, whether in your kid's life or not, uh, under the certain circumstances, we're not finna go there, that's another episode I might call, uh, the child support episode, <laughs> but, uh, shout out to all the fathers, man, you know, um, uh, personally just raising, uh, my son Dallas, uh, beat myself up a little bit because I'm not able to be there for him as much as I need to, uh, right now due to my work schedule, but, you know, it's been a, a, a great situation uh, just seeing him uh, grow up. And, uh, you know, shout out to my, my son's mother as well. You know, she's been doing a great job um, raising him. She texted me uh, the other morning and just was like, man, I just had to give him his first spanking. Now, he's two. Man, we went out to eat uh, a couple days ago, man, me, her, and him. And this little dude was wilding in the restaurant. I mean, just acting a damn fool, man. Now, I understand what they say when they say terrible twos, man, because this little dude was acting a damn fool. But, um, you know, hey, it's a part of the process. It's a part of parenting. So uh, my hat's off to all you fathers out there. Uh, let me start it off by saying, oh, what have I been up to? Went to Dallas um, last weekend with my homeboys, man. Me and two of my homeboys went down to Dallas. Uh, my boy Justin convinced me to ride down there with him. Uh, it's a nine hour drive, man, down to Dallas, but it wasn't bad, man. It was me, uh, my boy, Justin and my boy, Dean, we did three hours a piece. We knocked that drive out like a soldier, you know what I'm saying? So it was all good, man. Fun ride down there, man. Uh, you know, chopped it up with the homies, some good bonding time. All right. Now, so I'm in the back city after I did my three hours of driving and I went to sleep. So I'm in the back seat sleep and this is what I wake up to. I wake up to, yeah, nigga, hey, throw that shit out the window. Throw them beer cans out the window, nigga. Oh, the shit, the cops right behind us, cuz. Hey, throw that shit out the window. Oh, hey, I'm finna duck off into this gas station, cuz. Oh, shit. This is what I wake up to. These motherfuckers throwing beer cans out the window while the police are pulling off to come behind the car because Justin was speeding. Now... I'm like, oh, fuck no. We're about to go to fucking jail. We get to the gas station where Justin pulls into the uh, the gas station, right? The gas station lot. I bullshit you not. I look to my left. There's a big ass Confederate flag hanging in like a barn. I don't even know where we're at at this time. Later, I find out we're in Oklahoma. Cops pulled up behind. Didn't see the beer can situation. Cool. Gave, gave, you know, gave Justin a ticket for speed and that was that. I was like, man, what the f- are y'all trying to get us all taken to jail? 
Like, you understand what's going on in this era? And in broad daylight, you decided the best decision was to throw two beer cans out the window as the cops were pulling off to get your ass a ticket. Meanwhile, I got a trash bag of beer cans in the back seat that I tucked under the back seat. So I'm like, bruh, why didn't y'all just hand me the damn beer cans? I could have threw them in a the trash bag, tucked it under the seat, and it's all good. But whatever, man. Fun story for the book. Got to Dallas, kicked it, turned up with my boy Rashad, a.k.a. Chubbs. Got to see my uh, nephew Noah. Got to see my cousin uh, and her husband, man. Good bonding time with family. Man, you know what I'm saying? It was a good time, man. Because, you know, when people move away, you don't get to see them as much as you used to. Uh, so it was a good time. Uh, got to see my boy Roscoe. We all went down to a spot called Deep Elm or Deep Elm. Something like that. I thought it was just one club. They like, yeah, we go to Deep Elm. I'm like, all right. I'm thinking it's a club or a bar. We get there. It's a whole long-ass street full of bars and, like, restaurants, man. And it was just dope. Dope energy. Uh, a dope group of people. Wasn't like St. Louis where, man, you might be in some shit like that in a gun battle break off. Uh, pause. I'll say, as I was coming home uh, this morning, I seen on the uh, the news that six people just got shot at a club in St. Louis and one person was killed. Rest in peace to him. But it's like, man, it's, every time you turn around in St. Louis, it's just so much violence, man. Just back to back to back. It's like shootings are normal. You know what I mean? And if you listen to a couple other episodes, I you know, I, I talked about it before. It just doesn't make any sense how normal it is. But uh, back to Dallas, man. Deep Elephant was uh, a good spot, man. We did that. Um, I didn't get too turned up. Uh, so all my Darnell fans out there, uh, if you, uh, you know, Darnell didn't come out. And if you don't know who Darnell is... If you uh, just started tuning into the podcast, that's my drunk alter ego that acts a damn fool. Uh, but yeah, I made made it a point to not uh, bring Darnell out. Miggity Mike check one two. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't know what was going on with my audio there. Sorry for the uh, clicks and clacks. I don't know the meters were doing something weird while I was recording it, but it was uh, I was flowing, so I didn't stop it. Uh, tried to you know edit it as much as possible, but I don't read no manuals, so I don't know if I did it right or not. But um, <clears throat> let me start off by saying um, this week's topics, what we got. Oh, uh, rest in peace to Anthony Bourdain and Kay Spade, man, and uh, all the other individuals that we don't know about that fell victim to suicide, uh, whether it be recently or in past years, man. You know, uh, mental health is something that uh, is real and it's something that needs to be taken seriously, especially in the black community where we're taught to just kind of shun things off, especially with men. You just taught to be a man, not say anything about anything, and um, you know, don't complain. And um, no, man, if somebody reaches out to you, they want to talk, uh, say something to that individual. Uh, if you see a status on Facebook, somebody's talking about committing suicide, say something to that individual. Uh, I believe in that. You know what I'm saying? And and ultimately, one thing I definitely uh, live by is you know. You know, don't judge people. You don't know what it took someone to get out of bed, look and feel presentable, uh, face the day. You never know what somebody uh, daily struggle is. You know, and one thing I will say personally is that I've been going through uh, a season of just being um, like my anxiety has been high on certain issues. Uh, as I talked about before, I went through kind of a little depression at the end of the year uh, last year, uh, but I was able to get up out of that. And some days are better than others. But, you know, when I go to work, 
I talk to people, people always say, man, you're always so happy, you're always so positive, you're always this and you're always that. And it's just like, you just never know what I've been going through or or what I'm thinking at this moment. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, be kind to other people, man. Um, uh, I will say in those two instances of the suicide, um, those are high profile people. Like Kate Spade, I'm sure she was like just a millionaire. You know what I'm saying? The same with Anthony Bourdain. You got fame, you got money. Uh, that's just an indication, man, that money doesn't solve everything. Um, some of the most uh, wealthiest people aren't happy. You know, they can get anything they want, but they're not happy. And I will say I used to work for uh, some millionaires uh, a couple years back, man. And I would have certain conversations with them and just know that they weren't truly happy with the way everything was going in their life. Or they'd be stressed out about this or stressed out with, about that. But they have all the money in the world. You feel what I'm saying? So, uh Rest in peace to those two individuals and uh, and the others that fell victim. Um, we're going to do a moment of silence for them right now. All right. So in other topics, um, let's get right into it. Pusha T and Drake. Uh, aftermath. Drake never responded. Jay Prince came out and said that he told Drake not to release the uh, audio that apparently Drake supposedly had a diss that would quote-unquote end Kanye's career and end Pusha T's career. That's what Jay Prince says. And Jay Prince is the OG. If you don't know who Jay Prince is, you need to look him up. He's responsible for Rap-A-Lot Records. Um, some of the first, uh, you know, most prominent rappers of the game down south. And if you get the gist, uh, him and his son signed Drake before Drake was introduced to Cash Money Records. So he signed with Jay Prince and his son and then signed. They, you know, worked out a deal with cash money and so on and so forth. That's why Baby owes Jay Prince like $16 million because of that situation. Do your research and figure it all out. But yeah, he's protecting his investment. And also, he's a really big street dude uh, who overcame a lot of situations and adversity. And he's also putting out a book right now that uh, seems it's going to be pretty good. Uh, I got to uh, hear some of his interview. But he said he told Drake not to release the track, and quite frankly, I don't believe Drake had a track. I'm going to just put it out there like that. I don't believe that if a person comes at you the way that Pusha T came at Drake, you don't release a track that supposedly would end Kanye's career and end Pusha T's career. But he says he told him to dead it because, quote-unquote, like people would get hurt after that. And it's just like... I don't know, man. I thought this was a friendly sparring match. You know what I'm saying? Nobody was talking about taking it to the streets, bringing out the heats. <laughs> but, uh, hey, it's dead. It is what it is. Pusha T is the champion in my book. Pusha T also has a dope-ass album. If you have not checked that album out, go check it out. It's called Daytona. Man, it's, uh, it's a cohesive album from beginning to end. All the tracks flow together. Uh, speaking of albums, Nas' album dropped on... Friday. Dope ass album, I'm not gonna lie, man. Uh I will say uh the production on there, man, is uh is dope. But uh, you know, it's not the regular Kanye in my you know, my opinion. Same with the um, you know, the push the T. But Kanye always evolves, man. You know, sometimes you can kind of tell when Kanye's production is like on the Kids See Ghost album with that uh Cuddy and Kanye album that just came out. You can tell those are Kanye beats, in my opinion. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and uh, the other albums, you can't you can't really tell those are Kanye's. Besides the samples, but the Nas album is crazy. 
I like it. I do think that uh, Nas really couldn't kind of keep up with those beats in a certain manner, but you know, it still was fire. All in all, it's still fire. Next album up they got, I believe, is the Tiana Taylor album that's going to come out, and that's going to be pretty dope. I'm sure that's probably going to be the best one, man. I've been waiting for a, a strong project from Tiana Taylor from the go. I don't even know why she hasn't even been put out the way she needs to be put out. You know what I'm saying? Because she's always been a dope artist, man. Her body is crazy. <laughs> I'll say that. And while we're on albums, the Carter Five will be getting released this year as uh, Lil Wayne has finally got his money from... Uh, well, he didn't get it from Birdman. He got it from Universal. So Birdman owed him, I don't know how many millions of dollars. It was up in the millions, man. And... Uh, you know, that's why the confrontational was going on and Birdman wouldn't give him his money and Wayne was going on stage saying, fuck, cash money. And Carter Five was being held up and all this going back and forth, going back and forth. Wayne sued him. Uh, and ultimately, the Carter Five is coming out. Uh, it's coming out on Universal. Wayne is not on cash money anymore. He's on Universal Records, uh, which is, uh, man, I never thought I would see the day that Lil Wayne parted ways from cash money so it just makes me wonder uh man you know with all the money that cash money records gross with all the artists and all the records sold and for birdman not to be able to take care of wayne with what he promised it's kind of crazy man you know you just wonder like what was really going on with the finances there in certain situations with other artists, uh, you know, I always wonder about contracts and things like that, man. Like, if you're signing your contracts right, where your money going? If you're selling all these albums, where's your money going? I remember uh, interviews from, like, The Breakfast Club dating back from, I want to say, Tyga. I don't know, did Drake do one on The Breakfast Club? Or he did an interview somewhere where both of them said basically they never got a check from Cash Money Records. At all. And it's like... What are y'all doing? You know what I'm saying? Like, what is baby doing with all this money besides buying material things, you know? But, uh, you know, whatever. Wayne is off cash money. Um, Carter 5 will be dropping. Um, and I'm excited, man. This album has been held up for a long time. And uh, it's just sad to see, like, Lil Wayne being, you know, held up like that. An artist who is a vet in the game having to go through that type of situation that late in his career, especially by somebody that he looks up to be as a father figure, you know? <clears throat> so, hey, big ups to Wayne. I'm looking forward to that album. But real quick, speaking of Wayne, man, I looked at the uh, the Summer Jam performance of him uh, on Tidal. That's dope. Big up Tidal, man. I could I could stream the, the Summer Jam performances on there, which is pretty dope in HD. But, man, Wayne, like, forgot a lot of his his lyrics from his songs you know his, his set was a little light to me i didn't really i didn't really out of all the songs wayne got i don't really think that set was the best one you know what i mean and it's just like he just kind of out there just bobbing and then he starts singing a little bit and it's kind of like he'll start trying to rap the words and then he'll look like okay like he'll just kind of start dancing but low-key you kind of think like nah this nigga didn't forgot these words but hey i guess when you're a rapper like that you got that many songs that you didn't did and you know, whatever, man. You Wayne, you the goat, whatever. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> now, I was on Instagram uh, the other day, and I seen something about, man, the kid, uh, Rich the Kid. He had, oh, man, he got a, like beat up and robbed in like a home invasion. And um, if you don't know who Rich the Kid is, he got songs like The Plug Walk, New Freezer, uh, 
in the discussion they got Lil Wayne on it, lost it with Quavo and Offset. But I think his singles are like Plug Walking, New Freezer, which he got some cool songs that I rock with. You know what I'm saying? Um, I seen him like maybe like last week or two weeks ago. He got into it with like Lil Uzi Vert. His boys ran up on him in a Starbucks or something and risked a kid, hop behind a counter and, you know, all this extra stuff. So they was beefing back and forth. Then uh, fast forward to a couple of days ago, man, uh, Rista Kid was at his girlfriend's house and got robbed in a home invasion, got slapped up, you know, and he had to get sent to the ER, man, and put up a picture, you know, in the ER, he's all banged up, you know, uh, and according to the report, you know, some people busting his girlfriend's house, slapped him up and took his money, took his jewelry and whatever, but it's like, okay, you on Instagram every day flexing hard as a motherfucker, you know what I'm saying? You got to be more aware of your surroundings, my G. You know what I'm saying? Even the game came out and said, hey, you need to, you need to have a pistol on you at all times or call him for backup. <laughs> but, you know, it's like when you're doing stuff like that and you're flossing that hard, man, you kind of got to be aware of your surroundings and be, uh, you know, knowing that anytime somebody can come after you. You know what I'm saying? That's why me personally, I don't live flashy as far as the Internet goes, man. I buy nice things for myself. You know, and uh, I, I, I try to stay hush-hush with it. You might catch me drunk one night on Instagram or uh, uh, Snapchat, uh, Instagram Snap or something like that. I might try to flash you a little something. But for the most part, man, I'm pretty conservative with it, man. I don't like people knowing what I got going on. I don't like people knowing what kind of car I drive, you know, all this. I don't like that type of stuff, man, because people come after you. You know what I'm saying? And I live in the city of St. Louis where it goes down at any time, any moment. Them Jack boys is ready. You feel what I'm saying? So you got to keep your eyes open. But uh, it's just crazy. Uh, he got he got ran up on in his girl crib, and it's just like in L.A. And it's like, and her name is Tori Bricks. She's like, a, I guess, a popular model or something like that. And uh, she had released a statement, man, in a picture, and she was all banged up, like like somebody pistol whipped her too. But uh, she was saying like how people were commenting and saying that she got him set up and this, that, and the third. And it's just sad, man. I think, you know, what kind of crib you live in to where, one, people know where you at and they can just run up in your spot. And then, two, what type of people are you running with or surrounding yourself with that know they can run up in your spot? Me, personally, man, it's been maybe a handful of people that can be up in my crib at any, any given moment. I don't trust niggas. I don't have parties in my crib for that certain reason. I don't have people coming over and be like, hey, can I bring the homeboy with me? No, you cannot. You know what I'm saying? Because you just never know, man. People be plotting so damn hard. But I'm thinking if you risk the kid, your girl is Tory Bricks. Not sure what Tory Bricks has going on. But you risk the kid and you flossing, you doing all this, you're buying Maybachs, you're whatever, whatever. You, your album's going crazy. You got all these plaques, got all this money, got all this jewelry. You going to a girl from house? Do she live in the hood? I mean, what kind of crib she live in where it's not no gated access or no condo where you got to be buzzed in? How are some niggas just able to run up in the crib and bang you up, bro? And why don't you have a heat on you, bro? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's number one. You're supposed to have the heat on you, you know? But um, prayers up to that man. Hopefully, you know, you know, he get out of all that beef situation he was involved in and you know, he's able to bounce back and uh, get to the money, get to the music and stay positive, you know. Um, on another note, that kid Takashi 69 man, uh, I talked about him on, I think, like two episodes ago. And I kind of stay away from the fuckery. But this dude, it's like he trolling everybody. 
you know, he started off trolling. Who who do he start off trolling, man? Uh, like different blood and crypt gangs, wherever talking about he ain't got to check in with nobody when he went to city to city. Niggas was looking for him, blah, blah, blah. Then he started beefing with, uh, man, uh, damn, I can't think. I, I ain't got it pulled up. Just Google it, man. You'll see it. But recently, he is beefing with Chief Keith in the whole Chicago Chirac era, GBE, uh, Rondo number nine, which is a cat who was about to take off with his music, but he got, he killed somebody and was on Instagram with a rocket launcher. And I remember seeing him like, damn, where did this little nigga get a rocket launcher? <laughs> but uh, Ronald number nine, he's in jail. He's beefing with Lil Reese. He's beefing with all these cats from Chirac. So to prove his nuts, he calls himself flying to Chicago and go on O-Block, where I guess Chief Keith and all these guys are from, man. And it's like, okay, bro. Sources say that he had the SWAT team with him and whatever, whatever. So, you know, nothing was going to go down. Of course, uh, he had all the security and when, when he went over there, whatever. But it's stupid. Then he goes and gets Chief Keith's baby mama. This is the dumbest shit ever. He gets Chief Keith's baby mama and takes her on a so-called shopping spree to the Gucci store in New York. Buys her a Gucci fanny pack. And she's on there talking bad about Chief Keith and how he don't take care of his kids, blah, blah, blah. Now, if I remember the report correctly, I remember about a year or so ago, maybe two years, I seen a report about some child support Chief Keith was paying per month, which was, you know, whatever, a couple thousand dollars a month or whatever it was for that kid or one of the kids. I don't know. I don't know how many kids he got. I remember he was paying child support. So if this woman does not have Chief Keith on child support and saying he doesn't do anything for his kids, then you might want to put him on child support. If he's out there making that much cash, doing whatever the fuck, whatever, whatever, and you're going to come out and just slander him, you know, I feel like you're an idiot for that and you look dumb because your kid is going to grow up one day and they're going to look at this stuff on the internet because nothing goes away and they're going to see their mama on YouTube or wherever it is when the kids are older and it's going to be you on there talking about they daddy didn't do nothing for him and y'all, you selling him out for a $1,200 purse. So that they daddy can look stupid. And that's probably something that's going to be detrimental to your relationship as parents already if it isn't already bad. Because, I mean, damn. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know, man. <laughs> In other news, I try not to entertain the foolishness, but man, this story I couldn't pass up. Future had apparently flew a... Ch no, 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 no. He didn't fly the chick out. The chick wanted to come see Future uh, in Miami, I believe. And... Uh, or he wanted her, whatever the hell. And Future told her to buy her, her ticket, whatever, whatever. She bought the ticket, get out there. Uh, Future said he's going to reimburse her. She gets out to the spot. He has the hotel ready. Cool. She hits Future up. You know, they're chatting through text messages. And Future is basically trying to make, make a reassurance. Like, hey, if I'm coming over there, I'm trying to get in them draws. <laughs> And the young lady's like, nah, this ain't that. I ain't trying to do this and that. Future hits her with an okay love, enjoy. <laughs> and basically says, like, you know, he ain't going to come see her. So she leaves the room. <laughs> she leaves the room, bro. And she gets back. And Future then told the people to not let her back in the room. And the room has been checked out. <laughs> hey, man, that's hilarious that is fucking hilarious um 
I mean, hey, I don't know. I don't know what that young lady was thinking. Apparently, in the article, they said she thought she was going to go to the studio and work on some music. But uh, I don't know. Future had other plans. I just want to know what the nature of their whole conversation was. You know what I'm saying? Um, I don't know, man. That's the whole situation of the Me Too movement, I guess. I don't know what, what these chicks be you know, getting themselves into. Uh, speaking of Me Too, uh, Jamie Foxx just got accused of somebody of some type of sexual assault. Uh, I don't know, man. It's like every time you turn around, it's somebody different. You know, but this apparently is from like 12 years ago or something. Whatever. I don't know, man. It is what it is. But thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Fly Perspective Podcast. This is my time. Um, this week's song is going to be from my boy Sano. It's called TLC. Check it out. Fly Perspective Podcast. Also, if you want to email me some songs or feedback or whatever, tfpfeedback at gmail.com tfpfeedback at gmail.com you can always hit me on at dj s-o-f-l-y-y on instagram and we're gonna do it like that we're gonna ride out the saying oh tlc y'all got to open this up y'all hey her corner airline yeah jackpot on the beat yeah hey 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 got a room from that west side of the creek she be blowing on my phone till we in the shoes, yeah. Give me you, I'ma give you me. Said she lonely, all she needed was some TLC. Got a room from that east side of the creek. She be blowing on my phone till we in the shoes, yeah. Give me you, I'ma give you me. Said she lonely, all she needed was some TLC. Yeah. This that shit that make them pull up in your DMs. Get child support from your ex, but gotta see him. Drunk text and send the snaps to your BM. She got a husband busted open for the weekend. She a freak out on the sneak out. G-Wagon, that's the least messing up your Seat, yeah. Call my name when I beat, that's freedom of speech, yeah I'm a uptown nigga, the loo where I sleep, yeah She Look. like, ay, 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 ay She like, oh, why you fuck me so good, she say Ay, 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 I kept it chill, yeah, she know I'm from the hood, she say Ay, ay, yeah, she like, oh, why you fuck me so good, she say Ay, 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 I kept it chill, yeah, she know I'm from the hood And I got a room from that west side of the creek she be blind on my phone till we in them shoes, yeah. Give me you, I'ma give you me. Said she lonely, all she needed was some TLC. Got a room from that east side of the creek. She be blind on my phone till we in them shoes, yeah. Give me you, I'ma give you me. Said she lonely, all she needed was some TLC. <laughs> yeah, hey. Fuck that small talk nowadays, I can't pretend I made some money, staple singers, let's do it again The start of the piece of little fate, I did it again I might just pull up in that Rory, get under their skin She titty bop, drop, make it fall slow I'm a trade five nigga, I might pull up in a ghost, yeah Might just take your ass home if you act right I know the difference, you a hoe, not a housewife Ay, 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 she like, oh, why you fuck me so good, she say Ay, 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 I kept it chill, yeah, she know I'm from the hood, she say Yeah, see.